And away we go with hour three of the morning show on a Monday, the 17th of July. Neil Atkins joining us during the uh, 8 o'clock hour. Hiya, Neil. Dave, welcome back to the fold. <laughs> Thank you. How was your weekend? It was all right. Good. Neil. Good. You get on the bike and uh, out of the boat? Generally boating a <laughs> uh, little bit. Yeah? Good. Uh, motorcycling last week, but uh, mostly the boat and hanging out and watching the the Blue uh, Angels fly by. Did you go to the show or no, did no, you? No, uh, no, by my place. They fly, ah, flew right over. You us. get a free show, in other words. Well, some of it, <laughs> not the. Uh, That's cool. We, we saw. Generally, it's as they pass over the Pike Lake area. There, I they, gotcha. They cut off about uh, half the lake there and huh. flying in formation, and. Uh, so you'd have four of them, Very and cool. then the finale of the show is with six. All right. Six of the uh, Blue Angels flying in formation, and so oh. we, we, uh, my daughter took pictures of it, nice. a video, and posted it, so everybody saw it that follows everything on Facebook. So there you go. <laughs> and and they're, you know, they're, what was interesting, though, I noted uh, uh, Dan Hanger at Fox is yeah. uh, a friend of mine on Facebook, and Fox okay. is, and and they were, he was posting something with comments dealing with the air show. And there were a couple of people that were complaining, oh, it's too loud. They need to fly at different times. And oh, there, were, there were some cranky people yeah. that didn't like it. And uh, I just kind of posted a deal. I said, well, let me tell you something. I said, for anybody that's been in the Navy, Marines, or Army, mm-hmm. that is Backup, what you hear across the sky. Yeah. That's coming in to save your butt <laughs> and make sure you're out of there. That's and right. to protect the skies. Yeah. Now, would you rather see that in an air show or what the heck's going on over in Ukraine with there the Russians go. and the Ukrainians blowing each other up over there with with their fighter jets? And brought in a lot of money over the weekend, it sounds like, too. They had sure. another big attendance uh, over Saturday and Sunday. Yeah, I hear that uh, it was well attended. Mm-hmm. That's good. People... Yep. And then there's all the people seeking a free shot that line up on the roads and in, in parking <laughs> yeah. lots here and there to watch the deal. Yeah, but parking has always been a bit of an issue, but they do a lot of uh, busing, I guess. Oh, they do. And yeah. and you, uh, uh, you know, it. I've been to the show in the past a yeah. number of times, and it's there's nothing better than being there and mm-hmm. the feeling the show. I know people that don't want to go and pay and fight the crowds and all that, <laughs> you know. Right. Put a long chair on the side of the road or have a friend's uh, parking lot or something like that and watch it there from there. But being a part of the whole mix yeah. is is the excitement of it. Now, apparently there is a guy there wandering around giving thumbs up and a big smile with his shades on. That's a Tom Cruise lookalike. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and he was uh, working the crowds. I People suppose, were taking, sure. taking pictures of him in the whole nine yards, and I heard all about this. And a yeah. couple of guys... Uh, that I know posted pictures with the Tom Cruise lookalike, <laughs> and apparently he looked uh, was he pretty close, <laughs> okay. pretty close to yeah. with the shades on and the smile. Oh, I guess well, he yeah. had the smile and the thumbs wow. up down pat. So we all look like Tom Cruise with those shades on, and something thing. like that. Yeah, yeah. So there you go. we don't all look like Joe Biden with shades on. Though, well, probably. I'm not. glad that's the case. <laughs> uh, it was kind of an accident on Saturday too, a scary uh, situation when one of the skydivers had a, a hard landing. As yeah, hard say. landing, and uh, I, I guess he's I guess he's okay. So that's he's all right. I uh, I I know friends of mine that have uh, done a lot of skydiving and jumping, yeah. and um, you know they. It can happen, mm-hmm. and there are people that have lost their lives when the chutes 
don't open or something happens or something gets tangled yeah, up. Yeah, he was colliding down, and yeah. apparently the wind must have caught it or something. Something like that. Yeah. He had one of those rectangular shoes, right. I suspect, yeah. yeah. And uh, <clears throat> I know I've a uh, brother-in-law of mine was in Airborne, and he did a lot of jumps. And mm-hmm. I had a cousin of mine that was a Green Beret, and he did tons of jumps in Viet- both of these guys in Vietnam. And, uh, uh, you know, I always thought, why would I want to – Leave a perfectly good aircraft <laughs> unless I was on duty yeah. and a part of that a part of that mission. Yeah. And I know a lot of friends of mine uh, do the Superior Skydivers, right. the Androskis, and the crew over there. They do a great job. And uh, if somebody wants to go and do a skydive, they'll do a tandem jump where right. they strap you to a, a pro and you go down. There you go. Now, <laughs> George Bush Senior. I know it. In his 80s, went and did a tandem jump. Now, he was shot down during World War II uh, in the Pacific, and, of course, he ejected from his right. aircraft and came down with a parachute and was rescued in the in wow. the ocean. But uh, in his 80s, he did a tandem jump, so more power to It's just yeah. a, a thrill, just like anything else. You go to get on a roller coaster or whatever, and I suppose this is a little more dangerous than a roller coaster. But yeah. Then it, again, I, you never know. Well, you know... <laughs> It's interesting in the in the insurance industry. Yeah, there's one of the questions in uh, life insurance policy yeah. when uh, you're writing them, whether or not you do any skydiving. Ooh, any. all right. And that's a big uh, uh, no no. Flag. Or yeah, are you planning on going into a war zone? Uh-huh. Or are you planning on going into one of these countries that's off limits? Yeah. And there's a whole bunch of countries. If you're planning on traveling. Uh, for a life insurance policy that they won't cover you. All right. And uh, actually, I'll tell you, our, our friend Mike Kaiser that calls in, he had been a contractor with the State Department, and one of the last assignments that they wanted him to go on that he was not not able to go on was in northern Afghanistan. This is before we pulled mm-hmm. out. And uh, that would did not make any difference. That would mm-hmm. not have allowed a life insurance policy to have been issued, whether you were in the safest spot in Afghanistan or not. Right. They don't want to take the risk. All right, we got sports with Bruce Siski, and then we're going to check in with Tammy from the Alzheimer's Association, too. Bruce, what's up? Good morning. The Twins, a 5-4 win in Oakland yesterday, their first series sweep of the A's in Oakland since 1997. And, again, they play there every year. It's It's been a long time since they've swept them. Uh, Twins also get Cleveland swept by Texas, so a a two-and-a-half game lead. In the AL Central, four-game set in Seattle starts tonight, 8.40, coverage at 8 here on KDAL. Brewers, a 4-3 win in Cincinnati. They go 5-1 and one against the Reds in series that wrapped around the All-Star break and now have a two-game NL Central lead. A day off today there in Philadelphia tomorrow. That two-game lead, by the way, the Brewers' largest division lead since May 25th. Wow. Yeah. Huskies fall 12-5 to St. Cloud. Off today, host lacrosse tomorrow, 6.30 at Wade Stadium. Minnesota Wild re-signed forward Brandon Duhame, one-year, $1.1 million contract. That avoids salary arbitration. They had a hearing that was scheduled for Thursday. All right, Bruce, thank you very much. 819, Tammy from the Alzheimer's Association is next right after this. This is the KDAL Morning Show with Dave Strandberg and Neil Atkins. Eight twenty-one already on the morning show from KDAL. Three dog night. Never been to Spain. Neither have I. How about you, Neil? España? Yeah. No. Okay. Tammy, you ever been to Spain? I have not. Okay. It's on my list. Well, only, it's, only it's Eastern, unanimous. None of us have been. To I've Spain. only been to Eastern Europe. <laughs> oh, all right. Well, Serbia. <laughs> what was it? Yugoslavia. 
Russia, ah, right. other places in the world. The Far East, that's where right. I went. Far, Far East. There. Far East as I got was uh, Toronto, I think. Toronto, yeah. okay. Well, at least you were international. <laughs> yeah, there you go. Yeah, it's the only other country. Yeah. I've, well, no, I've been in Mexico, too. Any international travel there for you? <laughs> uh, we've done Peru. Ooh, cool. no, that's good. And Mexico, so I guess uh, we nice. go south. There you go. <laughs> All right, Tammy is here from the Alzheimer's Association. Tammy, quite a week for the Wiffle ballers, as they put in some pretty good money for the Alzheimer's Association. They did. We just want to give just a big thanks to Tommy Johnson, his friends and family. They've done this wiffle ball tournament for nine years, <laughs> and this year they raised over $13,000 and just made some fantastic memories. Such a great group of people. <laughs> what a neat deal. Hopefully they'll keep that going in years to come. We will see. Yeah. Yeah. And then we're excited. You know, we'll be down at the Festival by the Lake on Saturday. So this is a great time to stop in. Of course, you can get information about the walk, but Mm -hmm. also, you know, we're there to help people with awareness. So if you're looking for a support group or you have some questions or you just need a little information, please stop by and say hi. That would be great. That's uh, down at the Bayfront, and that'll be on Saturday, right? On Saturday, okay. so let's hope for good weather also. That All day be, long. I'll be down be there, wonderful. too. Oh, yeah. We have All a right. booth down there also. Huh? Very nice. Perfect. We'll see you there. Uh, let's see. we got a special deal uh, during the walk. I guess you get to park free in uh, the deck lot, which is yeah. kind of cool. Yeah, so this year, if you're a champion, which means you've raised mm-hmm. $500 or more by September 1st, um, our friends at Benedictine Living are the parking sponsors, parking Uh-oh. champion sponsors. So, you know, hopefully that's a little incentive. That's mm-hmm. cool. Um, August 8th at Vikra. Maybe you're in the mood for a purple cocktail and a uh, little information so you can pop down there and they have some specials going on. And then lastly, you know, again, Kohler, amazing company in this town. We're so thankful for them. They're hosting a second blood drive with us in Memorial Blood Center. This is cool because they're calling it a pint for a pint. So not right. only will they donate $25 um, to everyone who is registered at the as a donor um, mm-hmm. coming in donating but then you'll get a coupon to use to refill that pint with another beverage of sorts <laughs> from one of your favorite breweries you it's probably not orange juice <laughs> it's not, just not that coupon yeah not okay coupon. just just wondering that's kind of a cool <laughs> deal and you got a, a kickoff for the uh, uh for the uh, range walk too right yeah so that's tonight up at the valentini supper club in mm-hmm. chisholm it'll be from four to seven we'd love anybody on the range who would like to pop in we're providing some appetizers Adult beverages are available for purchase, but you can get all of your walk supplies, get information, and just come together and meet some terrific people. Give us that website for all the information about anything concerning the Alzheimer's Association. It's great. ALZ.org slash walk. Tammy, as always, thank you. 825 now at KDAL. Still can't seem to get any satisfaction with stones at 826 on the morning show. Stoning with the stone. There you go. Lottery fever tonight. Powerball up to $900 million if you're a lottery player. Good luck. And the Mega Millions, if you don't hit the Powerball tonight, the Mega Millions tomorrow night, $640 million. Well, it is. It is. And I've got my tickets right here. For the Powerball? I've got... Both of them. Both. Got, oh, we went beautiful. and bought some tickets yesterday, and and here it says Monday, July seventeenth for That's the Powerball. Yep, nine hundred million. Three tickets there, mm-hmm. and then there's a Mega Gazillions. 
Uh, tomorrow? Yeah, $640 million for that yeah. one. So uh, we'll see what happens. Odds of winning either are pretty slim. Odds of winning both pretty much non-existent. Wouldn't that <laughs> so, be something? You know, that's, yeah. that's a, that'd be a, a billion and a half. Yeah. Uh, but winning two lotteries on uh, you know a G, uh, back-to-back nights, pretty That tough. would be. Yeah. And now in Minnesota, you know, they passed legislation finally that you can remain anonymous if you oh, win the, good, the yeah. big numbers. You won't get 100 million friends that you didn't know you had. Yeah, that was you. pretty bad when they made you identify it. But Oof. people got hounded. All right, let's go to the phone and see what's going on. Good Who's morning. Up? Hey, good morning. This is Jerry. I've got a live one for you. All right, Jerry. We're listening. Hey, you guys were talking about skydivers just a little while ago. I heard on the radio that they're not allowing blind people to skydive anymore. (coughs) Why is this, Jerry? Well, too many of their seeing-eye dogs are dying of heart attacks. Oh, oh my, oh, my, Jerry. Okay. Yeah, thank you. <laughs> I know people that took their, have taken their dogs strapped to them well, yeah. and gone skydiving. Okay. And, uh, but, uh, Did they ask the dog if they wanted to beforehand? That's the what poor dog didn't respond, <laughs> yeah, right. but uh, there you go. I mean, a lot of dogs, you'll see them riding motorcycles or bikes yep. with their owners and, uh, you know, but. I don't know, skydiving would be a whole other thing. See dogs in yeah. uh, sidecars every once in a while. <laughs> I remember one time I pulled up, down at Grandma's in Cal Park on my motorcycle, and mm. there was a, a bike right beside me with a sidecar, and I wasn't paying attention, and I got yeah. off my bike, and this dog barked at me. He was just sitting in the sidecar <laughs> waiting for his owner. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, I, I, it probably depends on the dog. I'm sure some dogs are more adventurous than others. I would think so. Some could handle it, some could not, but hopefully they'll... Check with the dog or know the dog enough before they go and do something like that. Say, do you remember hearing about these uh, guys down in the Twin Cities area that were mugging people and stealing their their cell phones? They were uh, threatening people. This is a year or so ago. uh, Threatening people at gunpoint to give up their passwords and stealing their phones. And then they go and try to empty their bank accounts. Uh. And... uh, uh, this this uh, particular guy has pleaded guilty and received a nine-year sentence. Uh, he's a 22-year-old in his role in uh, the violent robbery of a patron outside a Minneapolis bar last summer. Now, these guys stole more than 100 cell phones in oh, the downtown wow. area and elsewhere in the Twin Cities. And this uh, fellow of from St. Paul was sentenced uh, last uh, a week ago in Hennepin County, mm-hmm. pleaded guilty to aiding and abetting. So the, uh, the, uh, he was ordered to pay more than 6500 in restitution. Yeah. A group of six to eight strangers approached this uh, 25-year-old guy and his friend outside the gay 90s nightclub down off of Hennepin and mm-hmm. in the Twin Cities. And uh, the uh, 19... Uh, uh, he handed one of a uh, 19-year-old guy, one of the perpetrators, uh, his phone, and somebody else grabbed it in a group, and then they, they uh, assaulted the guy. A surveillance mm-hmm. video showed the two men arguing, and then another stepped in and pushed the guy and punched him to the ground and stole his phone. Well, glad uh, they caught these. Uh, yeah, ones. apparently this yeah. in this incident, the guy's uh, apps that he had on mm-hmm. his cell phone were used in 20 fraudulent transactions totaling 1760 bucks. My so uh, they got these guys, and there's another another group down there. Another guy pleaded guilty with a a, a, a carjacking ring down there. This is a more recent. Yeah. Uh, I mean, there's stuff going on, and that's out of hand. And almost literally, when they nail these people, 
they've got criminal records right. and they've done stuff before and they just don't seem to learn the lesson. Well, hopefully they'll keep them uh, <clears throat> locked up a little longer this time. Well, I would hope so, yeah. but uh, I don't I don't have high hopes on this stuff at times. Severe boomers, heavy rains impacting travelers across the Northeast again today. More than 9,400 flight delays yesterday. 1,700 flights were canceled yeah. because of the weather. That's severe weather in the Northeast. Then you got the hot weather in the Southwest where Phoenix had one of their hottest days ever uh, on Saturday, 118 at the Sky Harbor International Airport wow. in Phoenix. 118. And Death Valley, I guess, like 120 yep, or something. Death Valley topped out over 120, yeah. 120 points something, apparently. I think the record high for Death Valley oh. was like 134 Jeez. back in 1913. Well, it could happen. The heat yeah. is expected to continue this week, so oh, uh, we'll see what happens. Pretty pretty rough out there. Say, speaking of uh, things, uh, apparently... Uh, if you are planning a trip, you were talking about the delays right, and, yeah. and flights and all that. Always handy to check ahead. If you're planning on a trip overseas yeah. and you don't have your passport up to date, mm. the delays are up to 13 weeks Holy to get cow. your... When you apply for a passport yeah. or let's say yours is expired. Now, mine, I renewed mine uh, more than 10 years ago. All right. And I didn't realize it was that long ago. And I happened to be looking at it and mine's expired again. Okay. And I'm not planning on going anywhere. But so if you, if you got a spontaneous trip overseas, it won't happen. Un- unless the president of the United States intercedes <laughs> for me, of course. Really? Let's he me can go do on, that, huh? Uh, right. Air Force One, then maybe ah. I'll be able to go for a right. ride. Chances but, are uh, slim on that. So now I can't go to Canada if I want to. Because you've got to have that special driver's license oh, I think or I a got passport. I don't know. I don't remember. And uh, Wisconsin, I think, went forward with that. Minnesota, yeah. there was really got a, a little star on my license or something. Yeah, there was a real screw-up in Minnesota dealing with those uh, licenses. They didn't. Uh, buckle under and do what the feds wanted oh, to do. Of course. And uh, now, if you renew your regular driver's license, it's not good to go to Canada or Mexico. So you got to have the special license in Minnesota, and of course that costs more money. And uh, so that's it. There it goes. Yeah, I so, got a little black star on the top really? of the line, so I assume okay. that's, uh, that. That means you can. Means I can go to Canada. You can get out of the else. country. Huh? <laughs> yeah, right. We'll take another break and be right back. More of the morning show on KDAL. Blondie and call me, 837, here on KDAL. We did have a call, somebody asking, since I have my enhanced driver's license, I can get into Canada. Yep. Well, what about folks in the car with me? Got to do it. They all have to have their licenses with a star. Enhanced license or, or a, a passport. passport. Now, it's not about getting into Canada, basically. <laughs> yeah. It's getting back into the United States. Oh. That's the whole deal here, okay? Gotcha. And yeah. uh, so. We'll just leave the passengers up there, that's all. That's the dilemma, <laughs> and uh, so you gotta right. you better darn well have all your ducks in a row. So you right. either got get the better enhanced, start thinking about it now if you plan a trip in, in the near future. Yep, the enhanced yeah. driver's license or uh, passport, valid passport, not expired, like yeah. mine. This is the first Monday in over six decades that members of both the Actors Union and the Writers Guild are on strike at the oh, same I time. I feel so sorry. Uh, The SAG-AFTRA walkout took effect last week. 
The uh, writer's strike has been ongoing for several months, both unions striking against the Alliance of Motion Picture and Television Producers. That means uh, pretty much any TV show or movie or whatever streaming service will not happen until they get this thing solved. No, I guess we're going to have to watch Gee, reruns or, or something. something. Like yeah. I f- actually saw a movie at the theaters last week. Did first, you? What first movie? one in years. What movie? Uh, the new Mission Impossible movie. Was it good? Speaking of Tom Cruise, yeah. you were earlier, but was it good? Uh, yeah, I kind of liked it. A whole lot of action as usual, but that's your typical Tom Cruise. Apparently, know, he's Mission still Impossible doing... movie, just own stunts and stuff. Yeah, this is he... the one where he took a motorcycle off the cliff. Now, isn't he like <laughs> close to sixty? I have no idea. Yeah. He's got to be at least, I would think. He's in good shape. so I would think, yeah. But that's the dangerous thing about doing your own stunts. There's yeah, a lot of actors. There's and probably that a reason injured. that the studios don't want you doing your right. own stunts, right. among other things. But, yeah, that's tough. Yeah. So uh, are you getting pretty excited that, uh, well, you live in Wisconsin, so yeah. uh, I think hasn't marijuana been legal over there for a while, or is uh, it? Or? Not at all. No, <coughs> we'll be uh, coming to Minnesota. Together. Minnesota. So... Uh, there's a bunch of stories on uh, legalizing marijuana or pot or weed or uh, Thomas, cannabis six, six, or whatever you want to call it. 61 years old. 61, okay. 61. Yeah. There you go. So there's a bunch of cities out there that are concerned. Uh, some state municipalities uh, fear that the, ha- that the rules are half-baked on stores, sales, and weight moratoriums. Hmm. And uh, when it comes to regulating cannabis, cities are still pretty green. Yeah. Mayors, city councilors, and city staffers are just starting to think about how they will deal with the regulatory and cultural shift that adult use of weed will do. Mm. Now, Duluth has an alcohol and beverage board where they regulate uh, alcohol and licenses and Mm -hmm. uh, sales at liquor stores and the whole nine yards. They can expand that to marijuana. Well, I don't know if they're going to, and we don't know that. And that's... Hmm. That's the whole deal. The state of Minnesota is setting up an apparatus, a separate apparatus right. here, dealing with all this, which is good, uh, for them another grandiose government organization. <laughs> and apparently legal pot is expected to create thousands of jobs. That's according mm. to the Minneapolis uh, Tribune, sure. there, uh, yesterday's uh, newspaper here. Yeah. There's a headline on that. Uh, they say that uh, in Michigan, mm-hmm. uh, created 31,000 jobs in Michigan Holy cow. five years after legalizing marijuana. Now, right. according to stats for the USA, uh, there are 428,000 jobs supported by the legal cannabis industry in the United mm-hmm. States. Uh, they're saying that there could be a billion and a half cannabis market sales per year in Minnesota. And, of course, that has the state folks salivating for mm-hmm. all those tax revenues. Apparently... Right. They're going to do a 10% tax on the sale of weed in Minnesota. Mm -hmm. And seeing that it's not legal on the federal level, the feds don't tax it, so I'm told, because they can't tax it because it's not legal. So Minnesota taxes it. So uh, they're Mm. all giddy about this. (laughs) And frankly, I I think one of the reasons is they've got a constituency out there that they, number one, they're going to get a lot of tax revenue. And number two, they think they're going to get a lot of voters. They're going to vote DFL. Right, right down the line. You think so? You bet. Okay. Let's go to the phone and see what we got going here. Hi, who's this? Hey, good morning. This is Tom from Port Wayne. It's Tom. Tom, What's good up? morning to you. Well, good morning to you. Um, we had a law enforcement officer shot in North Dakota. I saw that. And I believe there's a Minnesota connection to that officer also. Well, a number of them and, were shot and one was killed. 
in yeah, Fargo. One was shot and killed. That's the one I'm talking about. Yeah. Now, is it just me, or based on the fact that uh, this particular shooter's <laughs> name starts with Mohammed, are we going to get the standard uh, treatment here from the media where we get a um, couple days later, the family member comes out and says he was suffering from mental illness, and then we don't talk about it no more. Yeah. No mas. As soon as we find out uh, from the family uh, that Muhammad had mental health issues, uh, the investigation's over, uh, the media uh, scurries away, uh, nobody says anything, and we all just go happily on our way. Is that, do you think that's going to happen this time? I hope not, you know? but uh, my, my uh, mm. sights aren't high on all this. This is one of the problems. It seems as though uh, the more police officers that are killed in the line of duty, uh, the least the national media cares. And it's it's bizarre. It's bizarre. But you have but you have riots in the streets when when something goes wrong, but nobody's rioting or protesting on the deaths of police officers. Isn't no. that something? Yeah. It really is. And in in particular, if it's somebody like I said, you know, this is just anecdotal evidence that I have because I hear these stories on a regular basis. Uh, they're also coming out of Europe the same way where all of a sudden uh, we got a, a person with mental illness and everybody's supposed to evaporate into the background and uh, we never read about it. We never hear about it. It's just gone. Why are, why are and, uh, I, I guess my question is uh, if people, if there is mental illness and they're being treated, uh, why are they on the street if they're violent? Why aren't they in a, a secure facility and being treated for their mental illness? Well, you know, I'm, I even question the whole idea of these people being treated for mental illness because I think it's, it's just a, a made-up story, made up out of whole cloth. All of a sudden, uh, that particular person seems to get this pass, you know, that uh, we hide behind mental illness as if... You know, as if somebody who suffers from mental illness is not responsible for anything they do anymore, including killing people. Now, I know of people and have family members who uh, have suffered mental illness, and they wouldn't just wantonly go out and commit a crime and then not be held responsible because uh, supposedly they are uh, under a great deal of stress from mental illness. I mean, it's, it's... absolutely bizarre that we are treating these stories as if that's your get-out-of-jail-free pass. Well, in this case, the guy's dead. So the police returned the fire and killed him on the spot. So, uh, But still, the point of the matter is the family comes out and says, I mean, I'm sure there'll be a report on it, and uh, you know, I, I don't know, there's nothing you can do about that guy now, but the point of the matter is, is uh, you know, your question is uh, appropriate. Mm-hmm. Are people, when they claim mental illness, uh, when they are being prosecuted, uh, they have to prove that they're incompetent? And in most cases, the uh, uh, courts don't allow that, mm-hmm. that defense. Well, just, just, just because the guy 
guy is dead does not mean you don't have an investigation and you don't get this to find out. Did he have an ulterior motive? Was he working for an organization? Or do we just buy what the family says? Oh, yeah, he's suffering from mental illness. Case closed. Oh, I guarantee I you know. there's several officers that were also wounded and one was killed. There will be a deep investigation into this guy. And uh, I don't think there's going to be any whitewash on it. Well, there, hopefully Tom. we'll hear more about yeah, it. We will, I'm sure. Right, thanks, thanks, Tom. 846 at KDAL. My guy. My guy. It's yes, uh, Mary Wells here on KDAL. Wall Street opening uh, mixed. Mixed today. A mixed bag. Uh, the opening bell, the Dow is slightly lower. S&P 500 and NASDAQ both uh, slightly higher Well, as the session bit, begins. So there you go. A little bit of uh, if, if <laughs> and or but there. I do last week. I was on a touch side. Oh, we had a couple good days there. Okay. Not, not too right, bad. Just check out. There's still... Nobody lost their share iffy, last week. Iffiness so. out there. So. All right. So, uh, speaking of iffiness, mm. do you ever follow this uh, light rail down in the Twin Cities? They've got the light rail project that they've mm. been doing for years down Not there. Not much, no. Well, apparently they've <laughs> got a 17-mile or a 14-mile um, uh, light rail expansion. Uh, the blue, let's see, is it the blue line? Southwest Rail Line. Right. That's a uh, $2 billion project uh, wow. bid out in 2018. Okay, it was supposed to be done this year. Well, it's not going to be done this year. <laughs> There's a, over a thousand cost over us change orders My that have goodness. been thrown in this. It's seven hundred million over budget now. Wow! Now there's a big investigation going on. Yeah, but why? the state <laughs> they're blaming the metropolitan councils failed to effectively enforce the main contract uh-huh. that oversaw the construction of this. The delays. It's the fourth report on this controversial project. The office of the legislative auditor recommended at a hearing. Uh, a week or so ago, mm-hmm. a couple of weeks ago, the Met Council improved its construction management practices. So you have both DFLers and Republicans gasping at this whole deal. And it just goes on and on. This is a, a report in the Minneapolis paper. Yeah. The change order. Now, anybody uh, know about construction out there, <clears throat> the initial bids come out, and all of a sudden there's change orders because something happens or right. whatever. <clears throat> Well, apparently there's been 1,017 change orders. Oh, my goodness. 600 and, uh, let's see, there were 600 and some that uh, cost over almost, uh, five, excuse me, there were 550 change orders that resulted in 219 million overruns uh-huh. and on and on and on. Wow. And uh, there's questions whether or not there's corruption here, whether mm. or not... The Met Council has mismanaged it, and there's questions on the main contractor, and on and on and on and on. So uh, that goes to show whether there's proper oversight or not. Now, apparently some Mm -hmm. of the issues are the state rules on this project. There's some federal issues that were not followed properly. So there's all those issues going on. We'll hear more about it. But, again, money being uh, misspent. It's about a 14-mile, 14 to 17-mile Line it's going through. Uh, it's supposed to link up uh, certain areas down in the Twin Cities, right. and uh, it's. Uh, I don't know if you've ever been on the light rail service. They, it's the Blue Line right, light rail service, and uh, uh, again, there's uh, 
you know, buses that go to it and, right. and that sort of thing. Hmm. But this report was pretty scalding dealing with it. And it's uh, it's quite it's quite the process. 14.5-mile line, this is the one, between downtown Minneapolis and Eden Prairie. Oh. So it goes through St. Louis Park, Hopkins, and Minnetonka. It's about 75% complete and expected to begin service mm-hmm. in 2027. So, uh, wow, it's a few years de- away. Yet. Delays, delays, yeah. delays, delays. And that means money, 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 money. Speaking and of money, 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 yeah. uh, the first glimpse of the money race between the 2024 presidential candidates Ooh, was yeah. disclosed over the weekend. Uh, President Biden winning the money-raising race so far, uh, $72 million brought in since oh, boy, yeah. he uh, entered the race in April. Uh, former President Donald Trump's campaign said he raked in more than $35 million in the second quarter as his army of small-dollar donors rallied to his side, even as legal woes are mounting. Ron DeSantis raising more than $20 million during the second quarter. He's in second place in the GOP money race, uh, distant second to Trump. Uh, let's see, Robert F. Kennedy Jr. running as a Democrat, raising nearly $6.4 million. Among his donors are Airbnb co-founder and hedge fund billionaire Bill Ackman, who apparently has money to throw around. He doesn't like the current administration, so he (laughs) likes Robert Kennedy Jr. Uh, He's got some bizarre uh, ideas, too. Of course they do, I'll tell you. Those billionaires, you just never know, a little eccentric. (laughs) Well, I've watched uh, Robert Kennedy Jr. uh, on a number of interviews, and he brings some excellent points out there. So apparently, though... uh, you know, Joe, Joe Biden's way ahead. I think mm. uh, 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 Kennedy's less than twenty percent, and Biden's way, way out there. And there's uh, I can't remember the woman that's announced. Also, she's a uh, an author. She uh, ran the last know. time too. Yeah. I can't think of her name now, but um, so she's in the mix mm. also. But on the other side, you've got Trump way ahead in the Republican right. polls. DeSantis is mm. second, and all the rest of them are like in single digits. <laughs> They've got a uh, debate coming up later yeah. on uh, this, uh, let's see, this yeah. summer, August, I think it's yeah. going to be. And Trump uh, doesn't look like he's going to go. No. Then Still- they're, they're the debater, the, the organizer to the debate are debating who they're going to allow <laughs> on the stage at the debate. Yeah. So there's some criteria and picking whoever yeah. polls the greatest in the announced candidates on the Republican side. We are still side. well over a year before the election. Yep. It's just amazing how uh, how the season, election season seems to stretch longer and longer all the time. Well, it does. It's, it's like you get yeah. elected and all of a sudden oh, you're, the, the new you're campaign, campaign is... Yeah. Hey, if you've been waiting for the new electric pickup, it's finally arrived. Which one, though? Tesla. <clears throat> oh, the Tesla. Uh, the Cybertruck, they call it. Originally planned to go into production in 2021. That isn't that weird-looking one, is I'm it? I'm not sure what exactly it looks like. Uh, truck has a wedge shape, so I guess it is kind of weird-looking, and a stainless okay. steel body, oh. and will now allow the company to compete in the electric pickup market. Apparently, there are other electric pickups up there, but Tesla now introducing its own Electric pickup. Yeah, I know Ford's got one out there. Yeah. I think uh, there's a number of them. There's that uh, other startup company called Rivian ah, that yeah. has them, and I've seen a few of those mm-hmm. around town. Mm-hmm. And uh, uh, you know, everybody seems to be getting onto the bandwagon here. Right. Yeah, no doubt that seems to be the wave of the future. Well, the uh, there is a, one of the Japanese <laughs> manufacturers claims yeah. that they have produced a battery uh-huh. that will get more than 600 miles on a chart. Ooh, okay? now we're talking. Yep, except. <laughs> 
the the cost for the battery is about a hundred oh. grand just for the the battery. Yeah. So it sounds like you and I, Dave, are not going to be in the running for purchasing. We got to hope like it that. goes like TVs, and as the uh, you know it gets more, uh, I guess, or cell phones or whatever. Well, yeah, well, the price seems to go down as it's. The more and more that are market. manufactured, and now yeah, you know you get your you know that big screen TV up there. Oh yeah, that one. A TV uh, like that back in the sixty. Well, it's, you didn't have one back no. then, but you could buy maybe a thirteen inch color for what it costs for one of these seventy five inch. TVs oh yeah, now. these things are amazing cheap. I mean, you go two three hundred bucks. Something Let's like uh, that. check the forecast. KDAL weather update. I'm meteorologist Peter Kafkowski from Northern News Now. Your forecast for today today of partly sunny skies overhead. Temperatures today only climb into the mid and upper 60s and lower 70s, with the opportunity for a few spotty rain showers here and there. Tonight, temperatures fall back into the 50s, and for our day on Tuesday, we're looking at mostly sunny skies overhead. Temperatures tomorrow climbing back into the 70s. With Northern News Now, I'm Peter Kafkowski for 610 AM and F103.9 AL. Everybody is sweating and uh, having heat issues in the southwestern U.S. Welcome to come to Duluth, where high temperatures today will be right around 70 degrees, maybe a little less. Well, that's... Enjoy the cooler weather. I I kind of had to throw uh, uh, the comforter over me a little bit last (laughs) night. I had the window open, and that breeze was coming in. There were some nasty winds yesterday. It was amazing, but still ended up with... uh, 70 degrees officially yesterday. Yep, yep, yep. So. Uh, we also had uh, 0.05 inches of rain yesterday morning. Yeah, a little. It it, it came down quick at <laughs> right. my place. It Like, it poured. Yeah. It was like somebody turned the switch on and off within five minutes. It was done. Problem is, it leaves us over two inches below the normal yeah. for this time yeah. of year. So. Well, we'll, we'll have a good Wednesday. rest of the day. Wednesday it is. More of the morning show coming up after news. That's next. Elvis to news time. Little sister, don't you... Little sister, don't you? Little sister, don't you kiss me once or twice and say it's very nice, and then you run. Little sister, don't you do what your big sister done? Well, I dated your big sister. And-